This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Your second breakfast here on Joy 94.9. We have got a wonderful guest in the studio this morning. He's been waiting so patiently with his coffee, but (laughs) I've arrived. And so now we can chat to him live in the studio, which is awesome. Welcome to the second breakfast this morning. Thank you. Great to be here. (laughs) That's good. I should say who you are. That would help. I'm just an invisible person. (laughs) No. um, Well, you're part of something called Attic Erratic Tour, are you not? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Hello. Welcome, everyone. It's great to be here. Ezol, I've got it right. Yes. Ezol, that's the one. That's yeah, cool. Ezol, Ezol. It's open to interpretation. Is it? That one. Yeah, a little bit. People call me Ez, Easy, Easy, <laughs> Ez. Ez. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. It could be anything, but yeah. Okay. So well, let's just look at that project mm. and why it is. It jumped out at me, and it was pretty interesting. Tell us a bit yeah. about Trip. Yeah. So Trip is a play that we put on at the Melbourne Fringe Festival last June, September. Mm. I play Ahmed, a Middle Eastern man who's mm-hmm. stuck on a landmine, and a couple of feet away is an Australian soldier. He's also stuck on a landmine, and they both. Are very different points of views or share very different mm. points of views and for about 48 minutes they're yelling at each other and become friends and by the end of it one of them kills the other so it's a play that deals with race relations and mm. racism in Australia and you know the source of racism and we had a great run in Melbourne and then took it to Adelaide and now we're taking it to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival so we're very excited about that. And Yeah uh, so how yeah. did that come about the Edinburgh Festival? Do they send poachers out do they to well, yeah, they the had Melbourne this, one? Or? They had a guy in, in, in Adelaide and he approached me after, well, he approached someone, you know, anyone who was a representative of Attic or Attic at the time and said, we'd like to talk to Celeste Cody, who's the director of Tripped and also the co-creative director of Attic Erratic, which is mm. the company that produced the show. He said that we'd like to talk about taking the show to, to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival later this year. And we were like, ah, okay, great. <laughs> Love to do it. Yeah. Well, Adelaide, I mean, it's very supportive of, mm. I mean, it's probably one of the, is that the second, one of the second? second yeah, definitely. Yeah. Second largest best, in the world. Yeah. I think the largest Festivals. in the mm. south, southern Mm. Sphere, but then, mm. the, yeah, the the second largest behind Edinburgh, which also happens. Edinburgh happens to be the largest arts market in the world as well as the largest arts festival. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? It's yeah. freezing up there, yeah, but you've right. got to do something, I suppose, with yeah. your time when it's yeah. that cold. Have you ever been? No, no, I haven't, unfortunately. But, I mean, I'm from New Zealand, so there's a very big Scottish mm. connection. Of course, Dunedin means Edinburgh for oh, some reason oh. in a different type of language or culture. Dunedin means a little Dunedin. Edinburgh. Little Edinburgh. They could have just called it Little Edinburgh, but no, yeah, they called no. it Dunedin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So what are the plans? I mean, we're basically, we've tripped. Ghost Ed, it has to get to Edinburgh first. That's the goal. That, that yep. is the goal, yeah. So mm. we're in the midst of a fundraising campaign mm-hmm. through using Possible, and that's going along quite swimmingly. We're about 29 days away from reaching, well, from, you know, the end of the, the campaign mm. itself. And, you know, we're asking people to, to lend their support, you know, to yeah. take an original piece of Australian work to the Edinburgh Fringe and give this, you know, pretty much a, put it on stage for the mm. for the world to see so yeah we're encouraging people to you know if they feel like pledging then please do so mm. yeah well, any chance it'll be filmed could this be come mm. a feature who knows <laughs> that's <laughs> a big big thing to ask i know but. well yeah yeah it's it, we'll need an adaptation because we did try to shoot a scene a couple of weeks ago yeah. you know for marketing purposes yeah. and things like that and it's it doesn't translate you know it needs a pretty nifty filmmaker to to turn it into a into a film i think but yeah. it has that possibility i suppose
decomposed. But two guys standing on a landmine for an hour and a half, I don't know how much that could mm. really engage. Well, I don't know. Didn't uh, Wasn't Ryan Reynolds stuck in a box in the ground? Yeah, yeah, well, they pulled thinking, that off, didn't they? That's true. Yes, they did. They did. And <laughs> Made they... it very intense. And you know, I mean, it is a singular idea, but mm. at least there'll be two of you. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a possibility of it, <laughs> making it. Cool. And so your background yourself, mm. how did you come up with this idea and why do you think it's important? Well, yeah, I'm, my parents are Turkish. I always wanted to give, I love giving voice to people who don't necessarily have one, you know, mm. in contemporary Australian culture, in my in my view. So playing a Middle Eastern Muslim man was a very, was a bit of a godsend. I, uh, essentially, there's, uh, there's a lot of, not my personal experience, but maybe mm. perhaps my family, friends and friends of an older generation who've, who have experienced racism to an extent, but also I'm not Muslim myself, but mm. I do empathise with the Muslim community. I know a lot of people who are Islamic and I totally understand it's just because yeah, of a small of minority that people are being tainted with the same brush and it's just we wanted to you know, have a look at that and, and Ahmed is kind of that, that great opportunity, that vehicle to do so, mm. especially in a theatre setting, you know. And what's the response been like from, say, yeah. your family's community and so on? They loved it. They loved mm. seeing this story being put on stage, you know, mm. especially Ahmed's particular story and a, fan, a chance for him to fight back a little because that's what he does get to do. Mm. He's an educated man. He's not your typical Muslim male that the stereotype that, yeah. you know, some parts of the community might see him as. And they, they really did love it. In fact, I was on my way here in an Uber and my, the driver was saying he's, he's from Pakistan and we were having a conversation about mm. the, the play and he said I'd really like to come see this and so we I added him on Facebook and now we're friends and I'm going to let him know about our little <laughs> Melbourne season before we go so I think it's a great opportunity for, for people who don't necessarily get to see themselves on stage or represented in yeah. certain aspects of art that they do get that opportunity that's I think the most important thing for me Yeah I think that's really important too It was like when I had uh, a chat to a couple of women who have creators of films in the Human Rights and Arts Film Festival which has finished last week but was here in Melbourne it's travelling now to Canberra and other places around the country and it was interesting talking to them about their films and one of them is a very intense subject about basically it's about rape and mm. in the Kenyan community and it's yeah it's a very heavy topic especially talk about in the morning of course but yeah but they found that they were using the film to go to law schools and legal environments and showing the film to actually educate lawyers who don't know how to tackle that particular wow. subject when it comes to the legalities of rape in places like Kenya so it's being mm. used as an education vehicle. Mm, mm. Yeah. Ex- Perhaps ex- the same would happen with Tripped. Exactly. I had some blokes, mm. <laughs> real Aussie blokes in Adelaide come to see the show and it was controversial for them, especially the ending. The ending is a yeah. bit controversial for people and it really impacted them in a way because I think it did kind of hit close to the bone, but they also were ready to defend themselves and say, no, we're not exactly like that either. Mm. So they weren't your typical theatre going audience mm. and it stirred the debate within them and it did actually have them have, you know, reassess a few things, mm. whether they did so negatively or positively that's another matter but it did have a does enough to sort of have people thinking which well, I, that's you cool. know, essentially is the important thing yeah i think to stimulate instigate discussion is always a good idea get it out in the open instead of hiding it for sure you know for people sure. muttering stuff under their breath <laughs> on trams or whatever that's, uh, so, that's you know, right, like, yeah. hey leave your baggage behind people <laughs> <laughs> exactly well it sounds excellent where can people go is able to find out more so just go on to possible.com and look for the attic erratic tour of duty so <laughs> yeah tour of duty that's Tour of awesome. duty. So we're taking out, you know, it's our <laughs> national duty to take this show over and show the world we're not racist. But no, we're, we're taking, Tripped is the sort of the, the, the main show that we're taking over. Mm-hmm. And we've got two solo shows that are being produced by Attic Erratic as well. Oh, okay. Which is, Are you taking those too? That's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So they feature, no, they'll be, definitely be going <laughs> yeah, as well. So okay. they feature uh, Lee Kane and Angus Brown, who are also in Tripped. 
as well. Oh, so they're right, doing right, solo right, right. shows and there are different flavored co- ones, a comedy and one's a clown show. So, but Tripped is kind of the one that we're, you know, using as our vehicle to get us mm, over there. Mm-hmm. And Attic Erratic Tour of Duty, we have a, the Attic Erratic Facebook page yep. and all of the, the goody links will be there for everybody. Yeah, we'll put them up pleasure. on Facebook as well. The other thing is, when is the festival, Edinburgh? August. August. So it's another couple of months. So yeah. we're really kind of trying to hit it hard as early as possible. Yeah, good idea. And, you know, make as much noise before we get there. So mm. we're having a great time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. And thank you so much for coming in this morning for a second breakfast and waiting so patiently. My pleasure. <laughs> thank you wait. very much, Giselle. <laughs> this is Sonia on Joy 94.9 with your second breakfast. You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.